Hi, this is Andrew Bunton, bass player for Toronto-based rock band Second Pass, and you're listening to realestatepodcastshow.com. Good morning. Paul Andrigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered, recording live at realestatepodcastshow.com. Working on a couple things today. It is March 17th, 2020. Normally, you'll see your Facebook page filled with St. Patrick's Day memes and uh, pictures of drunk leprechauns and such. Um, Not so much today. We're not uh, seeing as much of that uh, uh, enjoyment uh, just because of the fact that we are in a very different place than we were last year at this time. And a different place that we'll be in a year from now. It's just right now one of those things we sort of have to go through. Um, Having gone through this before on uh, some different levels, both on the um, SARS, uh, uh, you know, dealing with the turbulence of SARS and, of course, um, the 2008 financial crisis, uh, again, over the last 20 years, um, it's helped me develop some I guess some uh, some protections uh, for those of you who are you know concerned, and, and and that's really what I think that you can do right now is you can actually decide what you're going to do, and, and you can actually have some control over what happens for you in the future. How do you change? Um, for example, you know, some of the way that, you know, some of the ways that maybe you feel right now, because some of the, uh, people that are, are dealing with, uh, uh, this adjustment in life, uh, these, this shutdown, um, not many people aside from some of us who are self-employed all, you know, think sort of that, um, you have to plan for three to six months of famine now, I won't say that that's how I started in real estate. I had no idea. There was nothing taught to you about this, by the way, and I don't think it's any different now. There is nothing mentioned to you about how to be prepared at all times for a three to six month famine. It was never taught to me. I am making sure that I help people who are in either self-employed or small businesses. Uh, I'm trying to help those people actually through one of my podcast classes um, think that way. And, and, and regardless of what's going on in the world, God God help us that, uh, again, what's going on now will uh, hopefully soon be... Um, uh, under control and uh, simply something that we can look back at again a year from now. But I'm trying to help people get into that position where they are, uh, you know, maybe learning something from this. Just like, again, one professor in the U.S., I, f- I don't know, I forget the name of the person, but um, it was probably last week they were saying that uh, um, you know, he said to his class that, uh, you know, although the, the, the school year is pretty much done, um, you know, you're not going to get anything from the school year. Just realize for a moment that you are in the middle of a, of a moment of human history. Um, and, and that's what I've told our kids is that you are in the middle of something that uh, uh, no book could possibly explain to you or no movie could possibly explain to you as well as being sort of in this moment. There's no, there's no, there's no replacing real life experiences. Um, and for me, 
right now I'm trying my best to sort of redirect my storytelling um, passion that I've got for, you know, telling stories. And then normally it's, uh, again, it's a real estate podcast, uh, which is always sort of uh, what makes people think twice, um, you know, when I talk to them about, you know, wanting to share their, their real life stories, their small business stories, so they say, well, this is a re- it's a real estate podcast show. Um, no, it's not really. It's what I do, but it's not who I am. Uh, and if that hasn't been clear to the variety of episodes I've done, the um, um, almost 300 episodes, I guess, overall all on a variety of things. Um, so if that's not clear that this isn't a one-trick pony or, 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 or I'm not a one-trick pony, then uh, there's nothing else I can do. So um, right now, I think, again, and I've been telling people this, clients of mine who are, you know, they, they, they have to move. They, they, they need a home. Um, so yes, it's still okay to buy, still okay to sell. But most importantly, it's in it's it's absolutely mandatory that you learn. I don't think that is an option, which is why I've made my real estate podcast show dot com um, learning program, uh, e learning program, my my school, so to speak. I've made that open to anybody who wants to take a course. I've got a bunch of really great real life courses that I wish. And again, this has been, I'm working on this for years uh, and the podcast platform is the perfect way to do it. So I can literally um, be right in the room with you on your device, on your phone, on your computer um, and sort of walking you through what I wish someone did for me. So no, I won't be right there in front of you. uh, And I probably wouldn't be anyways, even if there wasn't a state of emergency, which is what's going on in Ontario right now. This would probably be the best way to do it anyway. So I figured, why not? And, and the idea for me was to start, a again, a, a list of courses that I think people would appreciate and, and have told me that they would take. Um, and I put them together. Um, some of them I'm still adding to and working on. I can actually um, call podcasts sort of a fluid document because it's not ever really you know, a closed door. I'm not sending you a PDF uh, of cut and copy garbage that uh, somebody else has done. I've seen that before and that's weak and I won't ever do that to you guys. For me, when you hear my podcasts about whatever topic, it will be from real life experiences. The stuff that has literally, you know, caused me to uh, have a lot more gray hair, uh, lose a bit on top, but to have a lot more gray hair overall, uh, put a put a few extra years on my uh, on my body. Um, but again, obviously, I, I wanted to be where you learn uh, as much as possible from what I've been through, and uh, maybe it'll help you going forward. Whether you you know you're self employed or small business owner, um, real estate investor, like. It, it, it literally applies to everyone. I've got a course in there for millennials. Uh, I'm, I, I would love if teenagers want to look into this as an option for their own direction in life. Because again, for me, it wasn't really taught to me this way, but I somehow or another, and I still have this book here, I somehow or another around 16 years old found the book called Personal Finance for Dummies. It sounds like, you know, just another book you'd see at the bookstore, no big deal. Uh, for me, I opened it up and it was like just, uh, there was light, there was laser beams, you know, coming out of the out of the pages for me. Like there was stuff in there that no one had ever told me about. And again, not growing up around 
any knowledge of money, uh, simply being told that people with money, uh, you know, obviously they, they must be bad if they somehow, you know, earn money, like all that sort of negative garbage that a lot of you grew up with as well. Um, it was just sort of the understanding that, uh, you know, you, 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 you aren't, uh, you know, you, you must not, uh, you must not be a good person or something. If you've got, you know, a lot of money, it was just sort of the perpetuation of that myth, which is what keeps a lot of people poor. Um, and there was so much more to it than, than that. I knew that wasn't true. So um, looking into personal finance for dummies, um, starting my investing when I was really young is, is, you know, if I had a hundred bucks, I was putting it into GICs and RSPs and um, everything that I could possibly figure out how to make it grow and leverage. And still to this day, it's a big, big thing for me to talk about because um, I still think that there's a lot of uh, chapters missing in the books when it comes to, you know, what's being taught to our kids in school. So there's courses there for millennials, teenagers. Um, you know, adults um, and, and seniors as well, because uh, and boomers, because of the fact that yes, um, you know, for me, I'm. Uh in my 40s, so I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm not quite a boomer yet, but many of my clients are, and explaining to them what to do with the, um, you know, it's fair to say in some cases with the real estate um, gold mine that some of them have built, uh, and some of them are just sitting on it, and it's not doing anything for them. It's a leverage situation, whether it's, a, you know, again, whether it's a first-time buyer who's got a condo, you've been sitting on the condo for three years, um, you know, you're sitting on a hundred or $200,000, to just sit there and not leverage that up to the next level for you, whatever that is, could be an investment property, could be going from a condo to a house to be able to pull in rental income, uh, and, and again, secure your future, whatever it is, to be sitting on it is almost, um, it's almost a sin, and it's not discussed that way. It's not discussed as seeing, you know, oh, when you've got your property, just sit there and you just sort of, you know, twiddle your thumbs and, 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 and let, you know, let the, let the, let, let uh, compound interest do its thing, do its thing. That's not enough. So for me, over the period from 2000, it's from 98 to 2008, I made three very progressive moves during those years that were uh, literally something I had been, you know, sort of planning for, you know, for years before that. So I was able to leverage my first property into my second, my second into my third. Um, and then since then, the leveraging's happening within my company and I'm trying to build that up. And of course, my podcast is a big part of this as well. It connects me to thousands of you, uh, 25,000, almost 26, I think now, um, like just just thousands of people. To me, it's just incredible. Uh, I feel like I've already filled the Scotiabank Arena, which is a 21,000-seat facility, um, with people because of what this podcast has done. So anyways, yes, it's okay to buy. If you've been planning on it, you have to be a little bit more cautious, though. So I hope, I hope that you are done sort of just working with just anybody. I think it's important right now, especially to make sure that you are working with the right person who's got the experience, who's got the flight hours, who's got the experience with the turbulence that's happening in the market, especially those of you who have to sell in order to buy. There's a very specific way it has to be done. If you do not follow this specific order of things to do, it could be catastrophic, and I'm not kidding you right now. This is this I've already seen it on some of the Facebook groups. There's a lot of people panicking because they went ahead and they did it in a reverse order, or they skipped a few steps because um, you know there's just some people that don't think about this, uh, you know, all the way to the end. So the way I'll explain it to you is I will see the end before I see the beginning. 
So I will work backwards. Reverse engineering is a big part of my success plan. Knowing how to get you from, you know, where you are now to the, to the, to the successful point and to minimize your, your, your losses and minimize your turbulence during that time is a big deal to me. I don't want anybody ever getting thrown under the bus because uh, of something that was missed. And my track record shows that over 20 years, I have not had um, one single buyer ever not close on a property. And I've, and I've only ever had one listing ever not close. And that was because of a tenant issue where the tenant did not want to move. So I'm being fully upfront about that. But no other listing that I've ever sold has never closed. Like every single listing I've sold has closed aside from one, which was thanks to a tenant who just didn't want to leave. And it was out of my control to begin with. I really shouldn't have taken that listing. That was a big learning experience. But um, one in 20 years compared to all the other ones that have closed, for me, I'm, I'm okay with admitting that I lost one. Um, Everything else for me was always about making sure that I had the most amount of information ready. And especially now, um, because I've also updated my Toronto GTA uh, property protection plan to make sure that you guys who are selling understand the importance of knowing what your value is now and having a very close sort of like, you know, a heart rate tracker sort of thing to watch what's going on over the next little while and see where your investment goes. Just like a stock, if you don't like where the number goes, you cash out. Same thing goes with real estate in some areas. It varies from block to block. So I'm not going to tell you if you're in one neighborhood versus another one that there's sort of a, a defining factor. It's very specific, very specific. Even within my own area of Toronto, there are nine different areas that I'm watching almost on a daily basis for what's going on in the tracking. Uh, there's other areas around the city that my clients are looking into that I'm also watching and seeing um, a couple of things going on that I, again, I'm reporting to them. Uh, and again, I, I can only do this for so many people. So for my clients uh, and those who are obviously, you know, loyal to me on this process, uh, I make sure that you guys are, you know, sort of on the inside edge of this. And this is not anything you have to pay for. You simply just have to be signed on with me and working with me exclusively. That is all there is to it. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you guys are taking care of yourselves, take care of your community. Um, do what you can. If you um, haven't signed up with me or haven't uh, been part of my updates yet, make sure you do that because my approach right now is my one mail per email, uh, sorry, one meal per email situation, meaning that uh, every time there's a new email added to my database, I will add one more meal donated to my, my goal of 5,000 meals in 2020. If I help 50 people move, my goal is to provide 5,000 meals for the, for, the, for, the, for the hungry and for those uh, who are food insecure. Um, and that's a big thing. That's a big part of what's going on, especially right now. I think there's going to be a lot more demand for that. And I do not want anyone, including people that might be listening to be in that position and to not have, um, you know, help available to them. Because again, it's going to be, it's going to, a lot of this stuff is going to have to be on us. I would love to say that 
the government's going to take care of all of it. I, I'm, I'm just not that optimistic about that part. I just don't think it's going to be as um, comprehensive as you know anybody would wish. I, I truly wish it, do, it, it would be a, a case of having, you know, like a, uh, an opportunity for people just to recover from this for a few months once, once it's contained. Um, I don't know if uh, that's going to happen. So we do need to take care of ourselves. And if you're in a position right now where you can leverage where you're going, uh, or sorry, where you are to where you're going and you're in a position to buy in, um, and you've got an opportunity that you haven't had before, meaning like interest rates are lower than they've ever been. They might even be going lower if the, if the, uh, if we're following the U S uh, fed, um, uh, situation, they might even go lower. So you're in a position that you might never be in. And as far as like, you know, being, you know, when you look at the comparison of what you might be paying in rent for what you might be paying in mortgage, um, the difference just got a lot different. So you, you, you're going to be potentially paying a lot less as an owner after you've bought and after you put the deposit in. This is like sort of month to month plus the equity, plus the leverage, all the stuff that happens when you become an owner that doesn't happen when you're a renter. For renters, the the, the, the there is no end point. There's no, you know, like a 15, 20, 25 year end point. But for a buyer, you actually have an end point where you stop paying mortgage. You're done. And then you're just sort of paying for your upkeep. And and if you've got the right property that's bringing in income, you might be in a position where you might be collecting 3000 a month, which is not going to be that far off in 10 years for a one bedroom rental, uh, and have like less than $500 a month to uh, uh, possibly pay for your property, you might just be paying property tax and, 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 um, you know, and utilities at that point, if you've got no mortgage. So it all depends on each of you. So I can make sure I break that down individually. There's a lot to go over, but these podcasts are designed to be informative to maybe start some conversations with you guys and hopefully lead us to something else uh, again, individually. And again, I'm available on the phone um, throughout this time, just as I've always been. And uh, you guys can reach out to me again, you know, reach out through the website, uh, realestatepodcastshow.com. And uh, we will definitely be, uh, you know, hopefully talking about what, what you guys need um, to make sure that you can not just survive the uh, the 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 COVID nineteen crisis that might be affecting you individually. Even if you're not sick, you might still be affected. Um, but the other part is not just to survive something like this, but to thrive. To figure out how to go from where you are right now or how you feel to a whole new place where you feel a lot more secure about you know something like this happening again later. Because that's the only way to survive this stuff, you know, overall is to adapt and figure out, okay, how do I change the way I, you know, the way I think, the way I budget, the way I invest, how do I do this to, you know, further insulate yourself as you go into, you know, a a different stage of your life, or, um, you know, perhaps there's less protection at your job or some, a job that might not be around in a few years. So, um, this is a good time to think about you. And again, um, buying and selling is fine, but learning is mandatory. You have to make sure that you are signed up for my learning courses. And I hope if you do, you are going to be better off when it is time to make your you know next move, whatever that might be. Thanks for tuning in and take care of yourselves.